Welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with your host, Rick Alexander. I started this show to talk about all of the interesting, complex, paradoxical, and sometimes uncomfortable aspects of the human experience. If you get anything from this show, the greatest compliment you could give me is to share this show with somebody that you think the message may resonate with or to head to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Additionally, if you want to interact with me, you can follow me at rickalexander underscore on Instagram. Without further ado, on to the show. said we are proud primates drawn to shiny gigabyte rich gizmos no money down guarantees the promise of rapid ascension and rightfully so the amazing abundance of knowledge in the age of wikipedia hey everybody happy wednesday and welcome back to the mcp Today, I know last week I gave a bunch of teachings off my book, Burn Your Couch, but I'm in the middle of recording the audiobook of the revised edition, and I was just reading a section that quite honestly has struck me as one of the most important, I don't know, concepts that I've ever really messed with or written down. It's called the evolution of purpose, and the interesting, so there's a, a good and a bad part of being a writer. Well, there's many good and bad parts, but the the bad part is sometimes you write stuff and then you evolve and you look back and you think, hmm, wish I would not have written that or said it that way. And then the really good thing is sometimes you really strike a vein of wisdom. It doesn't really feel like your own, like I wouldn't claim this, but just you strike some sort of, you, you find some concept, you dig it out of the ether in some way. But then as you grow, the importance of it like hits you in deeper and deeper ways. And so... Yeah, so as I've as I've evolved, I've really really learned to see the depth in this teaching. So I'm going to read this section and we're going to talk a little bit about it. And by the way, this is from chapter 2. If you had been born in the stone age about two and a half million years ago, you certainly would not have been concerned with notions such as finding yourself or figuring out what you're here for. You would have worked diligently to chip tools out of rock that would hopefully allow you to get a leg up on the rest of the ecosystem and the food chain. You would have moved in a fashion that was much more directed by your sympathetic nervous system, which is also known as the fight-or-flight mechanism. Your purpose stared you straight in the face in the form of Darwinian theory every single day. Taking the path of least resistance has been vital to our survival as a species from the very beginning. When you're fighting for everything you have, including food and shelter, wasting energy and looking for extra work just doesn't make any sense. Quite literally, using the minimum amount of effort when you could helped ensure your continued existence. The unfortunate irony is that life no longer innately demands that same level of effort. To feel that level of success in the modern age, you have to be willing to go out and find it. You must fight the instinct not to look for extra work. If you do not, you will get the intended result of your default wiring, which is that you will simply exist. In the Stone Age, existence had meaning, because simply existing was the meaning. But today, not so much. Now, we in the developed Western world have made existing so easy that doing only that no longer provides purpose or fulfillment. I'm not saying this is all bad. 
In fact, quite the opposite. Since we have the whole existence thing under control, barring some kind of self-imposed catastrophe, which editors note, I think we're marching toward kind of rapidly, we are free to pursue higher things. We can figure out what we really identify with and pursue it with all of our being. We owe it to ourselves to embrace this new era in our evolution. We can choose to fall back into what is comfortable and what has worked, or we can go out looking for new frontiers. The opportunity to make an impact on the world in a way that aligns with your values has never been greater. We're now freer to search for purpose than we've ever been in history. The evolution of our prefrontal cortex and the ability to process complex thought has freed humans to solve nonlinear problems and look for purpose in new places. People are trying to cure terrible diseases, provide educational opportunities where they've previously never existed, and yet, as a society, we have the audacity to present the world with a skyrocketing depression rate that borders on an epidemic. We have an incredible opportunity, and we, myself included, should make a conscious decision to start acting like it. And so what I'm saying there, I'm sure you could pick it up, but this default wiring that we've been given as human beings, that we've inherited as human beings, it's not going to lead us to a life of fulfillment. That is just straight up the truth. And the reason being, one, is because existence in itself has been so hard for so long. And this is a difficult thing for us to come to terms with, right? Because we look at the world it's very easy for us to look at the world and think it's always been the way that we're seeing it. You know, the world we're inheriting is the world that's always been. But that's not true at all, right? It's only been a few hundred years now where our purpose wasn't completely caught up in survival. Sebastian Younger, author and journalist, war journalist actually, wrote a book called Tribes. But he does, he, one of the things he talks about in his work is how he would deploy with these uh, marine units, I believe it was, just as a journalist. But he was saying how, you know, when you're there, your entire life is caught up in survival. And so anybody that's been in really extreme situations in the military or something probably knows what I'm talking about. Although it's tough, right, and although it can suck and although it's hard, there's also an element that allows you to turn your brain off. I noticed the same thing in really long ultramarathon events. I remember I was running, and it's kind of one of the reasons I got addicted to it, to be honest, but I remember I was running my very first 200 miler, and I had all this stress in the, at the time. I was stressed about my relationship, and I was stressed about my podcast, and I was stressed about my business at the time. So funny to look back on the things you were stressed about. But anyway, I remember being... It was about 120 miles, no, 140 miles into this race. My entire world had been reduced to, can I or can I not take another step forward? And so all of my energy was put in the immediate moment, right? There was nothing else. I had nothing else. And though it was difficult, just like I'm talking about with the, the war journalist here, though it was really hard, there's also something about it that quells anxiety they, that, that makes everything else disappear when your meaning becomes really wrapped up in the moment of survival, of moving forward. 
it satiates that part of us that has to have meaning, right? We are meaning-making creatures. We have a value system for that reason. We assign value to everything, things we shouldn't even assign value to. We're always saying, that's good, that's bad. Yes, I like that. No, I don't like that. The reason we're doing that is because we have a value system and all the way at the top is our highest sense of meaning. We obviously have to survive in order to have meaning. And so what happens is when your entire focus is on survival, meaning gets brought to the level of survival. But today, here, that's not the case anymore. Even with the pandemic, you know, and all the fear that is certainly present, we're not you know, though we could die at any second, we don't really wake up thinking about it. You know, it's not really on our minds because whether we're going to die or not, there's not much in the modern world that we're going to do about it, right? I mean, now if you're fighting a disease like cancer or something, then it's likely that your meaning has come back to survival and that that is sufficient. But again, for those of us that are not in that situation currently, and we definitely will be someday, but though we're not currently, what that does is it opens up this opportunity that can really turn against us. Because it, because we're meaning-making creatures, if we don't go out and find the things that set our souls on fire, then what happens is we start to resent the whole game, right? We have to play the games we're, we are on fire about or we'll resent the game altogether. And so because there, the opposite of meaning is resentment, right? It's not apathy. Apathy is only the beginning. But because we're sentient creatures, we don't take apathy well. This is why the like, I don't give no fucks mentality doesn't work for us. Not really. I mean, you can tell yourself that, but you do care, right? You always care. You say, oh, I don't care. It, yes, you do about the relationship, about the life, about your job. Of course you do. That's a protective mechanism. And maybe it works because it provides temporary relief as you try to convince yourself that you don't care. But you are a meaning-making creature. You have a value system. You are fundamentally put here to care. And if that meaning isn't wrapped up in survival, which for the modern world, it's really not anymore for most of us, what that means is, You've got to go out and make it happen. You've got to go find the things. And so that's why I probably why I put out so much content talking about what's important to you. What sets your soul on fire? Like what does it resonate? Do you feel that it does that resonate with your heart in some way? Because if it doesn't, it's not it's not really worth your time unless you have to do it in order to get to something that does. You're going to find that you just can't live on the treadmill of having no meaning for very long because it doesn't it's not neutral. The I don't care life doesn't stay neutral. It devolves. It, it's a downward spiral and it, it'll go all the way down to nihilism, right? And so nihilism is like, none of this matters and it would be better if it weren't here. And that's the kind of mindset that, for example, the people that shoot up mass buildings, they're, they're nihilists, right? And I felt myself go down that toilet drain of nihilism before you start to question everything. All of a sudden things start to be frivolous. All of a sudden, things don't matter. You can imagine, too, that life is really inherently difficult. So when things don't matter, and then you have to go through something difficult, which you will, then that's when you become nihilistic. That's usually the thing that, that pushes somebody off of that cliff. And so finding meaning, the thing that we're actually here for, can be used to buttress up against those really difficult times 
those are what make it worth it, right? The meaning is what makes those really difficult times worth it. And meaning is, is really intrinsic. It's got to mean something to you. And so we owe it to ourselves to go out and fulfill the, the thing that we're actually here for. And when I say here for, you, you can believe in creation or you could say it's all just an accident if that's your thing and that we're just we just happen to be here as this transitory existence that will never have any sort of life after being an embodied human whatever your belief system is is what it is but in any case you do have a value system and so you are a meaning making creature and so while you're here you owe it to yourself to make meaning because your life is not going to hand it to you anymore we've evolved past that now the beauty of that is that we can go out and search for new things that bring us meaning and in doing so you know the rising tide brings up all ships and so we can go out and cure diseases we can fight for injustice we can really change the world but it's got to be in a way that is intrinsically meaningful to us or none of it will ever feel worth it anyway i love you guys have an amazing day we'll talk later on morning coffee